Hey guys, it's Sammy and Robbie back again to tell you about another upcoming con. And we're super excited about this one. Mm-hmm. It's another Indiana one. This one is Pop Con, Indie Pop Con to be exact. And it's going to be in Indianapolis, again at the Convention Center. Indiana Convention Center. Right in downtown Indianapolis. And Robbie will be there April 26th through the 28th. Yes. We were just at the Indiana Comic-Con, so if you missed us, Mm -hmm. you get a chance to meet us again Mm -hmm. at PopCon. Yes. Well, at least Robbie. At least me. Ashley will be there. Oh, yeah. Ashley will be there. That's an exciting thing. Ashley will be there, so you get to meet a lot of us on the network. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, two-thirds. Two-thirds of it, yes. Mm -hmm. So, if you're coming to the show, please stop by the Limitless Broadcasting booth. Mm -hmm. We're always excited to see you. All right. Oh, my God. Well, I guess we'll see you guys at the show. Bye. Bye. Having a Disney craving you can't fill? Lifelong Disney World adventurers, Ashley and Sammy will take you on a journey through the parks, movies, books, and more. Whether you live miles or states away, if you love Disney, you'll love hanging out with the Pixie Dust Twins on the Limitless Podcast Network. Hey, Pixie Dusters, it's your favorite host, Sammy. And Ashley, welcome to the Pixie Dust Twins podcast produced by the Limitless Broadcasting Network. Make sure to go check out LimitlessBroadcasting.com. Now, welcome to our first episode of the new year. So exciting. It's now 2021 officially for us because it's our first episode we're recording late, but it's okay. (laughs) And today we are very excited because we're kicking off a new series. We're going to be focused on the legendary... Sensational Six! Some of you might not know who the Sensational Six is, but they are some of the originals. That's Mickey, Minnie, Pluto, Donald, Goofy, and of course, the frequently forgotten duck, Miss Daisy. But first up is the big cheese himself and his furry best friend. Of course, it's Mickey and Pluto! Okay, are you ready for this? Are you ready for this? I, I'm, I'm ready for this. You did a lot of research. <gasps> you gotta love the Mickey March. So, you never seen the Musketeers, you're missing out. This is classic. All right. That's enough for that. But I, I thought, thought you were fun. gonna. I thought you were gonna start the M O C or M I C K E Y M O U S C. I may add it in, but the song is it's like three minutes long, so I was it's long. Like, that's a bit much for for us to just sit here and sing. But I thought it'd be still cute to to roll mm-hmm. in the the big mm-hmm. mouse with that. Oh, that's awesome. So anyway, yeah, we're starting with Mickey. We are the okay. What I think is interesting, first of all, when we were getting into the world of these animated characters Mm -hmm. is we're talking about when they first appeared and all of that. And of course, Mickey is considered the first one because he's the most talked about, the most well-known, all of that. But the first cartoon that we're going to be talking about that he was in was Steamboat Willie. 
which mm-hmm. also had some other familiar faces in it, like mm-hmm. Minnie and Peg Like Pete. And I thought that was very interesting that they yes. were all technically introduced together, but no one really acknowledges that fact. <laughs> We'll talk about that in the mini episode. Yes. Well, <laughs> let's, we're not really going to talk about Pig Leg Pete, at least no. in the near future, but no. he was right there at the beginning. So I thought that was interesting. Minnie will get her own special treatment, obviously. Yeah. That, might, that might be why Pig Leg is still around. Like we still have Pete mm-hmm. in so many different things, including yeah. like, I don't know if he's in the circus, but he was a big part of Toontown before they changed it to a circus in well, Magic Kingdom. And the way back where you can meet, okay, it's Goofy and Donald and Minnie and Daisy mm-hmm. in the sideshow. It's called Pete's Silly Sideshow. So, so he is there. a huge part still. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I just thought that was Very interesting. Cool. That but is not interesting. Really, like I said, we're not going to talk about him. But anyway, so- Back last year in 2020, we had a whole Mm -hmm. episode where we talked about Walt Disney and his history and bringing up the Disney everything, basically Mm -hmm. the studios, the parks, kind of his origin story. So if you haven't listened to that, you need to go back and listen, and then you can piece it together with this episode because this kind of continues the story past where we stopped because we got up to Steamboat Willie and we... Basically, that's where we stopped talking about Walt Disney because then we all kind of knew what kind of what happened afterwards. Yeah. So yeah. way back in the day, Walt Disney lost Oswald the Lucky Rabbit, which again, we go into great detail on that episode about Walt Disney. Mm-hmm. Check that out if you don't really know the story. So the stories of Mickey's origin are that on the train ride back from New York to L.A., Walt was just fed up. He was very angry. So he came up with the idea of Mickey and his first cartoon, which was actually plain crazy, not Steamboat Willie, but we'll get into that in a minute. And while he's on the train, he's sketching out this mouse and he's saying he wants to name him Mortimer and Lillian said that was a terrible name. And so instead he suggested Mickey and she approved of that. And that's kind of what everybody uses as the lore of how Mickey Mouse was developed. Mm -hmm. There are also some stories about Walt having like a pet mouse and he lived in Kansas city. And there was some dramatic thing when I was reading about him where when he had to move, he let the pet mouse out into a field and the mouse stopped and looked woefully at him. It's very imaginative. That's the word I'm going to use for that. Are we in a Disney movie? You know how Walt was. (laughs) Mm. He imagined it all. (laughs) Exactly. So I thought that was very interesting. And to quote Walt directly, he said, uh, referring to Mickey, he popped out of my mind onto a drawing pad 20 years ago on a train ride from Manhattan to Hollywood at a time when business fortunes of my brother Roy and myself were at lowest ebb and disaster seemed right around the corner. So of course that makes a very brilliant story for the order of Mickey Mouse. But the reality is probably a bit different. And his buddy, Oob Iwerks, which he was always around. Again, back in that episode, we talk about good old Oob. So Mm -hmm. his version of events was that when Walt came back, he was not his usual bubbly, you know, vivacious self, that he was very defeated after what happened in New York, which would be really understandable. Obviously, Mm -hmm. he lost everything, essentially. So the reality is probably a lot less fun. It probably was more so that 
A mouse character would be easy to animate. It would be cute to put into a cartoon. They already had early likenesses of Mickey, apparently in the Alice comedies, which we also referenced in that episode, and in some of the Oswald cartoons. I guess if you look back, you can see little mice, My, mice, is that the mice. plural? Mice, yeah. I was like, mice. what's the plural? That looked basically like Mickey. So he wasn't, you know, it probably was not as creative as it was like to leave. But I like the the story about the train ride. So we'll probably mm-hmm. keep telling that one. I mean, the train ride is probably true. He probably just had all these images of a mouse in his head, mm-hmm. but he finally like, this would be the perfect front runner. Like he just, mm-hmm. he finally came up with the front runner. And that's I think a story was- for a couple of the other characters too. We'll get into yes. as we go to different episodes. And a lot of these, I think were more of a team effort than what's implied sometimes. Mm-hmm. I think it's, he just did all this on his own, but he had a lot of people with him. So yeah, I think that's important too, because supposedly Walt did draw a version of Mickey, but he was taller and skinnier and he was going to be harder to animate that way and probably looked weird. <laughs> so basically what they did was Iworks went in and cause he animated the whole, I know he did Steamboat Willie. I think he did the first couple of cartoons. Iworks was yeah. the animator on that. And he just took Oswald and he shortened his ears and made him round. And then he took his nose and he stretched it out. Mm-hmm. Look, that's, that's basically Mickey. Yeah, you could literally do that with an Oswald and you get a Mickey. So that's Mm -hmm. more so what probably happened, but (laughs) it's still a fun story. So like I just said, the first cartoon was actually plain crazy. That's what they, they literally animated the entire thing. It was a black and white, no sound cartoon. And then they did a second follow-up called Gallopin' Gaucho, but they were having trouble distributing them because that's when sound was starting to appear. So all of these theaters that they were going to were kind of like, uh, I don't know, because sound is starting to become a thing. I'm not sure about this. So what mm-hmm. did Walt do? Because he's crazy. He obviously <laughs> said he was going to make a sound cartoon. So the third one was Steamboat Willie. And yeah. that's when they went into making it synchronized with sound. And there's a lot of stories out there that say it was the first cartoon in history to be synchronized. But I guess it wasn't. It was just the most popular one. So everyone kind of forgets about the other two that mm-hmm. came out before, which... Makes sense. You're talking about Disney versus I. I remember the I read the names and I have no idea what it was called now. So it just went right out of my head when I saw it. So that tells you. So Steamboat Willie was released on November 18th, 1928. So that is Mickey's birthday. And technically, wouldn't it be Minnie's birthday? Is also Minnie's birthday, yes. Which no one acknowledges, really. We are going to in the next episode. <sighs> just saying. So all of the speaking characters that appear in the cartoon, which would be Mickey, Peg Like Pete, Minnie, and a parrot, which I don't know how it's generous to say speaking with some of this because like Minnie just seems to kind of make noises, but regardless, it's impressive. But they were all voiced by Walt Disney himself. And I thought that Mm -hmm. was really cool. I watched it this morning and I was really listening this time and I was just like, yeah, you can really tell. Yeah. All the, the variations he did in his voicing. Mm-hmm. And the cartoon premiered at the at Universal's Colony Theater in New York City, which I thought was really oh, that's cool. cool, too. It seems like a big premiere. Now, a lot of family, dear. This I just stumbled Lord. upon. I believe most of Mickey's family references probably come from the comic strips because he has so. a lot of comic strips. And I have no idea who any of these people are. I listed them all. Just for fun so Ashley could see it. But it's literally insane how many. It's, what, 16 cousins and uncles. Well, isn't Mortimer supposed to be on here? 
So Mortimer, I don't know. Isn't he just like the, is he a cousin or is he just- He's a, a cousin. Okay. See, now I didn't, I don't think I referenced him in here. So it's like 17. I wow. guess, I think these are all from the comics, like I said, though. But yeah. apparently he has a sister, which I didn't know about at all either. So go figure. Yeah. Well, and, and just so you guys know, I, I said he has a cousin named Mortimer. So later on, Walt Disney actually decided to create a Mortimer character. There's a reason for it, but we can't tell you about it in this episode because it would ruin next episode. Yeah, you'll find out with Minnie Mouse. Sorry. Yes. <laughs> just wondering what's coming. Yeah. But, but some of them just made me laugh. Like his sister has twin mice children, Morty and Ferdy, which those are interesting names. He has a cousin named Moocher who is the black sheep of the family. And I'm just like, really? Cause his name I'm, is Moocher. So yeah, he has his Australian cousin, cousin, Australian is cousin. Yeah. I just, some of the names really made me laugh and he has, let's see who else was a Scottish uncle, Murdoch McMouse. I was just like, really? And then an uncle, Muckluck, who's Canadian, but lives in Alaska. Like, why? Why? I don't know. And I have not really seen any comics. So it's just kind of funny to me. But there's like this whole other story thing going on yeah. out in the universe that we don't really know anything about. Well, it reminds me of like the Marvel Universe. The Marvel Universe has a plethora of comics and so yes. many storylines and so many things. And we only really see the movie side of it because you and I are not Marvel comic people. It makes my brain hurt. It, oh, it. the movies are starting to make my brain hurt. Like I was yes. looking into the future. I'm like, ah, this is going to hurt my brain. Well, because I know there's like a whole thing with the comic books where different people are the superheroes and I think they're starting to get into that because now, people right? die yep, yeah because people die so people take over and yada 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 and we are starting to get into that into the movies and I feel like Mickey actually has that like we always thought of Mickey and Minnie and them being so simple because we just have the cartoons like the on tv cartoons mm -hmm. but we really don't we there's like a whole second like universe yeah of the Mickey Mouse family and friends that yes. we don't even know about. Cause I don't even know if you can find these comics anywhere. Like, are they in a book I, somewhere we can buy? Like I possibly, I definitely didn't even bother to research that, but I would think possibly. if you are listening, if you are listening and you know that we can buy these somewhere, please send me the link or us the link. Know. I would like to buy them. I would like to read I'm them. Interesting. I would like to know the story of Mickey Mouse. I mm -hmm. will jump into this universe. Mm -hmm. Yeah, but it just, it was funny. Yeah. Okay, so some other fun trivia facts about Mickey Mouse. He is the most popular and recognizable cartoon character in the world, but I Duh. feel like that's kind of a, yeah, that's given. He has, <laughs> he's appeared in over 130 films, and as a brief spoiler, he has not appeared in the most out of our sensational six. This is actually true. I know which one's the most. So I thought that was fun too. <laughs> In 1932, Walt Disney was given an Academy Award for the creation mm -hmm. of Mickey Mouse. And I thought that was pretty freaking cool because yeah. they literally were just like, hey, we're going to make up this award and give it to you. It's insane. In 1978, he was the first animated character to receive a star on the Hollywood Walk of Fame. Now, he is not the only Disney character by now. No. But he was the first and the first animated character. So yeah, I have a list cool. of them in the next episode. Yeah. So again, stay tuned. Spillers. <laughs> so, uh, oh, and I thought this was interesting. So he appeared in a cartoon in 1953 called The Simple Things with Pluto. 
And then he didn't make any appearance and any sort of animated things until 1983 with Mickey's Christmas Carol. That would happen with a lot of them. Yeah. They all just kind of like, they kind of for years. Yeah. Years. But okay. So 53, when did, when did Walt die again? 40 something? No. 30 something? When did he die? Hold on. No, it was like the late 60s because in the 60s. Okay. It was before Disney World opened. So it was Okay. There. If we probably went back to our history of Walt Disney and looked at what was happening during that time, we would probably see that he probably was doing a lot more of his animated movies. Right. Because if we mm-hmm. think about it like the 50 the 30s, 40s, 50s and 60s were huge mm-hmm. on movies that did not have like feature film, right. animated films. So I wonder if that's why there was like a hiatus of yeah. no one around. That would make sense. Yeah. Why there was a bit of a break. And I have other things to say, which I'm not going to say in this episode that kind of tie into this, that Uh in two episodes we'll be discussing, which is another reason why Mickey was maybe not around as much. So Mm. fun things coming at you. I don't even know what she's talking about on that one. (laughs) All right. So let's see. In 2020, Uh Walt Disney World debuted the first Mickey Mouse themed dark ride in parks history. And I did not realize, honestly, I did not realize that this Minnie and Mickey's runaway railway was the first Mickey themed dark ride. I guess I just assumed there must've been one at some point, but then when I was thinking about it, I'm like, but I can't think of one. So the only, the only one of the sensational six that has had a ride of any sort is Goofy. Goofy's Barnyard. Yeah. Donald, well, Donald got his attraction, which we'll talk about in the Donald episode. But I, when did Goofy's thing open? Do you know? I don't remember. Whenever they did Toontown, I would have to look. Yeah. So I think he did, I think he did win. I think he was maybe the first one. Yeah. But, well, Donald's is more of a show than a ride anyway yeah goofy's is a ride donald's yeah. more of a show you know how disney like, is everything's an attraction but really you can't true. ride on <laughs> mickey's full her magic so yeah yeah it's not really the same that's interesting to think about though i'm just like i know the most popular one and yet nothing. he had never had a ride before mm-hmm. and they're all together like it's all of them in this yeah ride. it's not just all him. of them yeah mm-hmm. Very yeah interesting. and i did go on it while it was there have you been on it yet no, because I have not been there when the line was not stupid. It was like 15 minutes. So we got it or 20. It was really, it was See, longer than 30. So I'm we a reasonable person. It. Yes. I would, I would even do a 30 minute wait because I've never yeah. done it, but I'm not waiting an hour and a half. It was, it was cuter than I thought it would be. Still not my favorite, but for Mickey and the gang, it, it's a lot of fun and it's, it's funny. There's some things I'll talk about in the Goofy episode that uh, yeah. go along with that ride, and it, it's it's entertaining. I was reading some of your notes, and I was just like, oh, really? <laughs> hey, Pixie Dusters, it's Sammy. I hope you're enjoying this episode of the Pixie Dust Twins podcast. Have you checked out our social media yet? We have lots of exciting things coming to our Instagram account. Plus, the Limitless Broadcasting Company is launching a lot of new content on YouTube, including the video version of this podcast. So make sure you follow us at Pixie Dust Twins, as well as at Limitless Broadcasting, where you'll find links to all of our podcast shows, including this one, 
as well as information about our Patreon account, where your donations help us grow and produce more content. We look forward to seeing you on Instagram. Now let's get back to the show. Oh, his ears are always round, no matter what direction he is facing. Mm, mm-hmm. Which I was just like, that's an interesting choice. And Walt had stated way back in 1933 that Mickey and Minnie are actually married. But for the sake of the pictures or something, they just act like they're dating. It was so silly. It they're not married. They, no. Walt no. Disney. Walt Disney. The man who made the characters well, said in 1933 that they are married behind the scenes, but in all of the shows. Oh, so, okay. So, like, it's kind of like actors and actresses. Yes. Like, on screen, they're whatever they need yes. to be for the show. But in real life, yes, real life, they're yes. married. Oh, dear Lord, why did he have to complicate that for kids? Kids aren't going to understand that. I don't know. I feel like no one really references No one references much, but it yeah, apparently all. That's what he said way back in 1933. So. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> and this is just something I thought was interesting. I was looking at fun facts about Mickey. On his 90th birthday in 2018, Tokyo Disneyland's Mickey Mouse meet and greet attraction had an 11-hour wait. I'm, I'm, I'm sorry. What? Yeah. I read it like three times because I was like, I must not be comprehending numbers correctly. 11? It was 11. Yes. The parks are only open like 12 hours. I don't know what's wrong with everybody over there. I, I, I don't even know what to say. I don't either. We should just move on to Pluto. I'm good with that. <laughs> okay. <laughs> uh, all right. So now you get to do the furry best friend of the group. Yay! Pluto, I just Pluto. love him so much. He's so cute. Uh, yes. He's the loyal <laughs> sidekick, the best friend. Mm-hmm. He's moody. <laughs> He's got all the, the expressions. Which I just, oh my gosh, I just love Pluto. Even when he's kind of rude about stuff, he's great. So his first appearance was in a short called The Chain Gang. Although I don't know if it's like officially his first appearance because there were two bloodhounds in the cartoon that look like him. His okay, the chain gang is his chain gang. That just sounds wrong. That sounds okay. like some sort of like slavery thing going on. What the heck? So I I watched it today because I found it on Disney Plus, and the pl- okay the plot that I had read was that Mickey escapes from prison, and these bloodhounds are chasing him, and I was just like, what? And there's. I guess because back then it just was kind of like you throw them into whatever wacky scenario you think of. That, uh-huh. Yeah, Mickey was part of a chain gang in prison. And then oh, he Lord. takes this little ball that's attached to him and somehow makes like a, like a teeter-totter looking thing. Uh-huh. And he throws it on the other end and he flies over the wall and escapes. And then these bloodhounds are chasing after him that do kind of look like Pluto. I don't know. I, I don't really know if I buy into him 100% this being his debut. But I believe that Walt liked the dogs or something. So he wanted to reuse them. Well, obviously one of them. And that's maybe why they are saying that. But to me, it'd be more the next one when he showed up, which is the picnic in 1930. Mm-hmm. He showed up and he was called Rover. And he was Minnie's dog, which I thought was funny. 
Yeah. <laughs> I didn't even get that in any of my mini research. Well, I was looking specifically at Pluto, so maybe that's why, because I was literally looking to see when he appeared huh. things. But Interesting. Yeah. yeah, he was called Rover and belonged to Minnie. And then finally in 1931, he was in a cartoon called The Moose Hunt, and he was Mickey's uh-huh. dog, where he belongs. Uh, okay. So. Yeah. And he was called Pluto by that time, too. Okay, that's Hopefully. good. Yeah. And I was just curious why they named him Pluto. And there is no real explanation why he went from Rover to Pluto other than around this time is when they discovered the planet Pluto. So it may have been Walt was like, oh, that's Mm. a cool name and called him Pluto the pup and it stuck. I don't know. Yeah. Alliteration. Alliteration works. I figured it was after the planet, but I was like, I don't want to just say that and then be wrong. And another fun fact about him, and he was in a cartoon called Playful Pluto in 1934, where he gets stuck on a sheet of flypaper and he's trying to figure out how to get it off. Mm-hmm. And apparently this is one of the first times or the first time that an animated character was shown on screen thinking through a situation, not just reacting to stuff. So that was like a big breakthrough thing that Pluto did, the dog, in a cartoon, so... I mean, if it's going to happen, it might as well be because Walt Disney did it. Yeah. I just was like, oh, it was the dog that did it. I thought that was interesting. Mm-hmm. And uh, there have been two different shorts that showed him as a father. And then he had a sibling in a cartoon called Pluto's Kid Brother in 1946. But I don't know anything about these mystery children or yeah, anything else. I feel like that happens randomly with these cartoon characters. Like all of a sudden they have siblings and relatives and all these things are like, wait a second, where'd you all come from? Exactly. Like I don't, and then they're not referenced again. I have no idea. Yeah. Like, especially when we get to the goofy episode, I was reading your notes and I was just like, what? He's got Mm -hmm. a lot going on over there. So (laughs) yeah. So Pluto has been in 40 official cartoons of his own, but he's obviously also been in a lot of them with Mickey Mouse because they're best Mm -hmm. And in World War II, he appeared in approximately 45 Disney-designed military insignia for outfits who wanted Pluto as their mascot. And I thought that was fun. Yeah, that's awesome. He won an Academy Award for a cartoon called Lend a Paw. He won Best Mm. Cartoon. I thought that was really cool. I did not know Pluto's cartoons had won anything like that. Yeah. And a fun Walt Disney quote about Pluto that I found is, Yet through all these great moments, I think I can safely say Pluto hasn't changed a bit. He's still the same unaffected, simple-minded mutt he's always been. And I was like, oh, what a way to just sum up dogs in general, really. I feel like that's true for Pluto. They, yeah. I mean, that's his personality. He hasn't had much character development. Mm-mm. Which is Which fine. is not a bad thing. It's a good, I mean. Yeah, he's a dog, so. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I just was like, oh, that's cute. I'm going to throw that in there. That is cute. So do you have any feelings, thoughts, opinions about our friends from today? Of course I do. I didn't write them down because I didn't know you put a spot in there for me. Um, (laughs) But of course I do. I love Mickey Mouse. I think his Mm -hmm. story is so interesting. And it just reminds me, like, especially with Walt and how, I mean, he was at this lowest point and he he came up with this character. I feel like that happens with a lot of creatives. I know it happened with J.K. Rowling. I know it's happened with a couple others. And I mean, it's the Cinderella story and that's kind of like the life that people look at and, and want to kind of go towards when they're, Mm -hmm. they're, or the life that people look at when they need some hope, knowing that just because I'm down on my luck doesn't mean I can't succeed at what I want to do. I just Mm -hmm. have to put in the hard work to do it. Mm -hmm. And Mickey 
I love that Mickey is like the most known character and that he's won awards and, and just all these things because he is an iconic character. He's an iconic personality and he is going to be here for years and years and years to come. Like 200 years from now, people will still know who Mickey Mouse is Mm -hmm. because of what Disney built with him. And if they continue to evolve him in in his characterization and in all the things, it's going to work well because I know Disney's had to, I mean, the company Disney, not Walt Disney himself, but the company Disney has had to kind of take the characteristics that they had in the twenties and Mm thirties and forties where it was a little not appropriate now and, and change that over time. And we're going to see that in some of the other characters too, specifically the female characters which i found very like empowering as i was researching them yes and and i just i love pluto pluto's a great sidekick i mean who doesn't want a dog as a sidekick i think they're much better than cats we've had this conversation multiple times Mm -hmm. but yeah he's i just find i did not know he was a father and a sibling of some sorts which makes sense dogs come in litters well yeah it I didn't, happens. I didn't know anything um, about the kid thing, though. I but I had no idea about the kid thing. That, yeah. That's interesting. Mm-hmm. I thought so, too. Yeah. So, obviously, Mickey Mouse is my favorite Disney character. So, whatever his you actual... You that's so happy. You know, well, I feel like everyone should know that by now. If they listen to the show, obviously. <laughs> obviously. Yeah, clearly, he's my favorite character. But whatever his origin story is, I just think the idea, like you were just saying, is so iconic. The way he came into being, he came out of desperation. It was their last act, their final hour to fix everything. And mm-hmm. and all hope was lost. And then this little mouse came along and changed their lives. And I think that's just yes. so cool. And just like you said, Harry Potter, there's so many other stories out there that are well known now. And granted, they're all probably embellished to a certain extent. There's always that sort of element where things get changed Mm -hmm. but I think the the heart of the story is what's important and yes what it actually means to them um and then I said he truly embodies that all the idea that all of your dreams can come true if you can dream it you can do it that's Mickey Mouse he's so much more than just a mouse if you really look at it and I just Mm-hmm. I just love that whole story. I could go on and on about it for forever. <laughs> I was reading my little book about it and I was just like, this is too much stuff. I can't type all this stuff in here. <laughs> the show's not that long. And then Pluto, obviously, like you just said, yeah. I'm clearly a dog person as well, not a cat person. So automatically I'm going to have warmth in my heart for Pluto and everybody should have a dog companion because they're the best. I just... Except when, when they're making, like eight months old and making, and making noises. noise. <laughs> but I love Pluto because he's spunky. He has his own personality. Mm. And every dog I've really encountered is the same way. So I feel like it's very yeah. true to life between, you know, maybe you don't know if you don't have a dog and maybe you think they don't make the faces like Pluto does. But let me tell you, they do. They give you glares. They look at you disappointed they yeah they're very very facially they're very emotional more than you would realize my dog was just doing that to me earlier when she got her cut over off her cage Mm -hmm. just glaring at me like get me out of here exactly (laughs) that's what they do so that's another thing i like about pluto even though he's silly and he's a cartoon he's realistic in that sense (laughs) yes (laughs) so do you have anything else you want to say about these two 
think so because I feel like anything else I'm going to say in lines with like Minnie Mouse or with Donald and yeah things that's that's the one thing like because we're trying to split them up it's hard to do because there's so much overlap in these six characters because right. they are the sensational six yep so yeah so i think that's i i got nothing else are you yeah. you nope i'm good yeah all right well thank you so much for joining us today make sure you like and subscribe to all of our social media things make sure you like and subscribe to the podcast on whatever podcast platform you are using so that way you can get the downloads and the notifications when we have a new episode up ASAP. And make sure you go to limitlessbroadcasting.com. We have a shop with products available. You can see links to all of our podcasts. And we also have a Patreon account, patreon.com backslash limitlessbroadcasting. You should go check out because any of your donations are greatly appreciated to keep everything up and running. And some of them give you an opportunity to interact more with us, which is super cool. And we would love to interact more with you on the show and not just on Instagram. So check that out for us too. Yes, definitely. And we will see you guys next week to discuss our favorite favorite fashion icon, Miss Minnie Mouse. Later, everyone. Bye. Bye. Thanks for listening to the Pixie Dust Twins, Sammy and Ashley. Make sure you like, follow, and subscribe to the Limitless Podcast Network's own channel, Instagram, and all things social media. And we'll see you all real soon.